Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. All right. Hello at home. That's serious. The Peloton room. I always feel a little intimidated by the Peloton. Jess, are you still having a snack? Is this the end of snack time? All right. That's good. Milk and cookies complete. We're going to keep the tone really similar there with uh, our starting pose today. Hips on a block. When you're ready, come on down. Let your eyes fall gently closed if they're not already. And the muscles of your face soften like they were just being released from the center of your face outward. You can let your hands rest on your center line, your navel or your heart. You could extend your arms to the sides or behind you. Totally uh, your call there. Hands on center line, a little more warming. So if you're, in a, if you're in a warm situation already, might be better to let the arms go out to the sides. And uh, well, that's one thing about this practice is that every gesture we make with our body, and we're used to gesturing with our hands, of course, but every gesture matters. How we hold ourselves Right, is the practice, the shapes we're making with our body. Right? It doesn't matter what they look like, ever. But there's a feel to what we do with our hands, our arms, our shoulders, our throat, our face. Right? Those muscles of communication and expression give messages to the rest of our body. As we soften the face, the throat, the jaw, the rest of the body is more likely to come along for the ride. We're constantly in communication with ourselves. And through our breath, communication with the space around us. So you start to breathe in a way that's peaceful and calm as a way of communicating to your body and the space around you. This is a peaceful situation. We're gonna have one more breath here in hips on a block, Viparita Karani, if you wanna go Sanskrit, Sanskrit as it's actually pronounced. Bend your knees and slowly draw your feet to the mat and just pause when your feet touch down and just kind of marvel at having feet and what it feels like underneath them. I mean, feet are amazing. Right? And then their ability to sense, right? We don't think of it very often. But the feet have amazing sensory capacity. Spread your toes, feel the pads of the toes on the mat, the balls of the feet, the heels, the delicacy of your arches. And then you're going to press your feet down into the floor. They get strong there and help lift your hips off the block. You'll slide the block out of the way. Then bring your hips down to the mat. Same thing. When your hips get down to the mat, just pause and feel your hips. And by feeling your hips, you feel the floor underneath you. And we don't often think of our ability to feel with our sacrum. But there's certainly a sensory experience here. 
Anytime we tap into sensory experience going on, we're engaging with what's real, what's happening right now in this place, in this moment. Next, exhale. You bring your knees into your chest. And just get a little rock side to side here. So just like, this is going to be a pretty pleasant practice for a while. Rock a little side to side, rock a lot side to side. And uh, there's a little massage quality here. If you have any spots that are just going to call into you, you might stop and you know, work with them. So a little myofascial release to just uh, work with the floor and the weight of your body. Get a little massage on the outer hips if uh, that's your, if that's not your jam, totally fine. But if it is, stay with it, breathe. You can unlock any little places of stress or tension. And then we're going to rock back into a center line where you feel your sacrum, the back of your hips, flat on the floor. And we're going to move the leg bones around. So you're holding on to your knees to spin them in opposite directions. You're tracing circles here with the leg bones. And, and most important to our purposes, you're moving the leg bones in the hip joint, in the hip socket. You can take your hands away and let the legs go in bigger circles. That can feel good. Uh, if not so much for you, feel free to adjust. And then back into a center line and slowly release the feet to the floor, to the mat. And then walk them out wide. Walk them out until you find the edges of the mat. Right, like you just like you bought that whole mat, you're gonna use the whole thing. You get the legs to the outer edges, and then knees side to side in windshield wiper twists. You could take your feet even wider. You could go onto the wood floor, but you're gonna keep them at least mat distance apart so that you get a really good lengthening at the front of the thigh, that knee that's coming down towards the center of the mat. And working to lengthen front of that thigh. Another way you can help do that, dig your heel into the mat. And give a little press when the hips lift, really lift. Two more rounds. Next time you get over to the right, you're just gonna stay there, roll onto your right shoulder. And then press up on your hands. You'll be facing the back wall, wherever you're facing the back of your room. Good. Nice. So the legs are going to stay. If you moved your feet, uh, don't move your feet. Bring them back. Don't worry about what your neighbor did. Don't look, don't look at what your neighbors did. You never know if your neighbor's like doing some, their own thing. But your feet are exactly as they were in the windshield wipers. You've just turned into deer pose. And you haven't turned into deer, but you've, you've rotated into deer. Then you start to walk your left hand. Just like crawl the fingertips toward the back wall. Breath in. And breath out. Inhale, come on back to center. Roll onto your back. Your feet are at the edges of your mat. And this is like, this is totally like a trust fall thing, you guys. This is just like feet on the edges of the mat. Don't move them. Knees over to the left. 
Your feet are still on the edges of your mat. Don't move them. I swear, trust fall of yoga. Roll onto your left shoulder. Leave your feet exactly where they are, but just press up onto your hands. Yeah. And then, uh, so we've got a big rotation. If you have your feet wide apart, you probably feel a lengthening of the right hip flexor goes up across the hip. The psoas muscle is getting lengthened out here. And we can help it out by crawling the right fingertips toward the back wall. Big lengthening there. Good. Undo. Come on back to center. The feet where they are, you're onto your back. And then we're going to walk the feet together in Supta Konasana, recline butterfly pose. Bringing hands to your center line, have breath in and breath out. Whatever that was, it's complete. You can be glad you did it, glad you got it, or glad it's over. And uh, therein lies happiness. Satisfied with whatever that experience was. Or satisfied that it's done. You don't have to do it again. And bring knees together. Take feet up off the floor. So now you have tabletop position. Knees side to side in belly twisting pose. You can make this as fluid and, and light or as intense as you want it to be. So the more you kind of shape up the legs, be real precise in your right angles, real precise in your motion, aligning with the breath, and legs hovering back to table. Like the more precision, the more abdominal work you're going to get. That's not necessarily what you, you need to be here for. If it is, do that. If, like, Chilling out, getting like into a flow is more your thing. Do it that way. Everything we do is infused with the intention that we give it. And if we're not choosing the intention, then we're giving it default energy. And uh, most of us don't take the time to get onto the yoga mat to run at our default One more round through. Just clear on your intention, what you're doing. And bring this back to center line. Soles of the feet to the floor. Arms at the sides. We're going to take flowing bridge. When you inhale, you can take your hips up. High as they go, then arms into it. You're going to reach for the back wall. And then exhale, arms are going to come back first to the line of the hips and everything's going to lower down together. So you're pairing up the action. Inhale, hips lift, arms go with hips, but the arms then continue to the top of your inhale. And as you start the exhale, arms come back to hips and the two lower together. Good. Like three more rounds like that. Breathe in. And you breathe out. Right, arms come back in line, and hips come down. 
One thing to be really clear on, arms going with hips. They stay together. Hips are the highest point. Then the arms release. The arms come back to meet the hips at their highest point. Then the two start to low. A lot of mental engagement with this, or else it can become just like the, uh, the yoga smoothie of actions. Real defined. Everything back down. You pause, have a breath. And breath all the way out. Bring knees in toward the chest, nose to knees and knees to nose. Tuck in and gently make your way to seat across your right leg in front of the left. We're going to lift up. You're going to bow about halfway into a fold. Take your hands out in front of you on fingertips. We've got this diagonal spine, heart moving up. Use your fingertips and pull into the mat or the floor. Heart's moving forward. I'm going to rock side to side. So you need your rib cage moving from knee to knee. Keep drawing your heart forward. Keep this light in the chest. And then next time you're back at center, I'm going to pause, heart forward, and then release down over your leg. Let your head drop. If you can rest your head on the floor, great. If you can rest it on your stacked hands, great. could also have a block. If you can get a block under there and rest, do it. We'll get breath in and out here for three. And next, inhale, come on up. Be seated, lean out of it, and swap the cross of the legs. Yep, good. Lift up. If there's any pain associated with this side, uh, feel free to address that. You don't need to be in pain, but if it's just your non-traditional side, it might be a little uncomfortable. It's okay. You'll deal with it. Now lift up. Hinge. Fingertips to the floor. And again, just in case, if this is not your usual side and there's pain in a joint, an ankle, a knee, uh, even the sacred iliac joint, feel free to arrange your legs differently. Otherwise, rock side to side here. Rib cage from knee to knee. Really move from your ribs. It's tempting to move from the head here, but a good, good head sway is also very nice. Rock your rib cage side to side. Two more rounds. In the lower back, moving side to side is what we're going for. Then we're back at center, and you'll draw your heart forward again before releasing down. This side might feel very different, totally okay if it's a little uh, less comfortable or uh, less mobile than the other side, uh, or maybe it's, it's more. You don't need to be symmetrical right to left for this. Just looking for 
whatever degree of, of opening you can get here, the natural range of motion. And breathe in and breathe out. And let that make this more peaceful, more comfortable, mentally, emotionally. And notice what that does to you, the physicality, the experience of sensation. On your next inhale, come on up to seated. Really nice. Take a moment to be upright and to move the back of your skull up and lightly back. So the usual for us as humans in the 21st century is the head to go down and forward. Take your head up and back, leveling your chin. Feel the lift that happens at the center of your chest, a softness of your upper back. Have a breath that spreads your body, front, back, sides. Then open your mouth, let it out slowly. Open your eyes if they're not already. Come over into hands and knees. And we'll take some rounds of cat and cow. So steady into the rhythm of your breath. If you know ujjayi breath, you like using it, go ahead, go for it. If you're not sure what the heck I'm talking about, no big deal. You're just going to get a steadiness of breath, and we'll get into some specifics later. More round. And we're going to make our way back to a center line and sit back to child's pose. And if you can, child's pose today, knees together and your body laying over your legs. If that is really uncomfortable for any reason, feel free to take your knees out wide and let your chest drop through. If it's comfortable for you to bring your arms back by your sides and uh, more traditional classic child's pose, go for it. And if uh, you need another variation, for sure that's uh, that is up to you. The reason we'll take a classic child's pose in this situation is to can bring everything into this, this kind of fetal position so that we can feel our back body more. Right? So if you need to reach your arms in a different direction, fine. If you need to take your knees wide, totally fine. If you can curl up, bring everything in. Start to notice how when you're compressed in the front body, right, you have more awareness of the back and breathe there. Right? Really send your breath to the, the lowest ribs you can find in back. And with the arms wrapped around the legs, right, and so the arms just at the sides getting heavy, 
you know, let the upper back muscles and the shoulders just release, right? So you're just kind of curling over your knees and taking the shoulders out of that reaching forward action. It allows for this ease around the neck and around the throat. So more breath in. More breath out. Next inhale, slowly slide your arms forward, reach. Good. And then over to the right. You're just going to walk your hands over and keep walking them forward until there is no more to walk. Let your head drop, breathe in. Breathe out. Then you're going to walk your hands back to center. And then again, reach them forward, really go long. Over to the left. Pause here. Breathe in. Breathe out. Back to center. This time coming up to hands and knees. Take your time. So you have hands underneath shoulders, knees underneath hips. We're going to inhale the right elbow up toward the ceiling like you're pulling a bow and arrow. Turn your chest to the side. Open the arm. And then bend the elbow again. Come down and through and to thread the needle. So the right shoulder to the mat or block. The head to mat, the mat or block. And press the right arm down to the floor. Press your left hand down into the floor. Breathe here. Again, into your back body. Fill the space behind your heart with breath. And let it go. Nice. When you inhale, unwind yourself back to your hands and knees. Pause. Feel the two sides of your body left to right. There's sensory difference there to just notice. Nothing to change, nothing to think about, but notice. Then left elbow on an inhale up toward the ceiling, put it up. Open the arm, big stretch. Keep pressing into your right hand really firmly as you bend the left elbow and bring the left arm down and through. And you rest the arm on the floor, shoulder on the floor, or block. Rest the head and then hand and arm. Press down and breathe. And send your breath to your back. Next, inhale. Undo this. Come on back to center. Hands and knees. Tuck your toes and come to down dog. Set your gaze between your feet and uh, adjust as you need to so that you can be still in the pose. That means bending your knees a lot. If it means widening your stance or your hand position, go for it. Press down into the floor with your hands, down into the floor with your feet. 
Breath in and out. And gently look forward toward your hands. We're going to walk forward into a wide-legged ragdoll. So feet about mat distance apart. You're going back to the edges of the mat. Bend your knees. Wrap your arms around one another and let your head drop. If that is really uncomfortable or if your chest and your thighs do not meet, if they do not uh, come together, place your arms on your legs. Let your ribcage rest on your arms. Yeah, you can just kind of sandwich them in there. Let your head drop, your face soften, get breath in. And you're going to open your mouth and let it go. Good, and release your hands to the mat. We'll walk feet together at center. Big toes touch, heels slightly apart, press down into your feet. We're going to rise up to standing, mountain pose, arms overhead, you reach. Like every time you come to this, you're really trying to go just a little longer. Hands to heart center, samastiti. Pause here, breathe in and out. And that technique of ujjayi, right, a victory breath, celebration breath. It's using your throat to draw the breath in and to press the breath out. You're essentially using your whisper muscles. And it'll make a light sound, but it doesn't need to be kind of really uh, intense. The sound is evidence that you are metering your breath. It's not the point. The point is that you're breathing slow and steadily in a way that fully fills your lungs and empties them. Just, just optimal breath in, optimal breath out in steady rhythm. And that light sound you're making is just, again, it's, it's a thread for you to follow, something for you to know that you're breathing by being able to hear and use your senses. Take that breath and turn it into salutations. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And every time here, reach, extend, get one inch longer. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. We're going to step back, high push-up. That's a high plank position. Arms are straight. Low push-up is arms are bent. Then upward facing dog. Breathe all the way in. And downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Looks great. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Slightly different variation here. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands high push up. That's where arms are straight. Then bend your knees and lower all the way to the floor. Cobra pose. Peel up here. Squeeze your legs tight. Pull your elbows in toward your back. Then release slowly down. Good work. Press up to hands and knees and back to down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Breathe out. We'll repeat those two. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. That's a high push-up position. To low push-up, that's elbows bent. Only about halfway down, you can always put your knees down. Upward-facing dog comes from there. Breathe in. And downward-facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan out through your fingers. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat back. Now plant your hand, step back. High push-up. That's on straight arms, straight legs. Bring your knees down, then your chest down to the floor. Sometimes called crocodile pose. And then cobra pose. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Then release slowly down. Press up hands and knees to down dog. We'll be here for a breath or child pose. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Lunge salutations, we're starting mountain pose. Inhale, reach long. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers out. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe and lift halfway with your hands on the floor or blocks. Then toe heel your feet apart, hip distance. Exhale, step your right foot back into a low lunge. When you breathe in, chest up, arms up to crescent. When you breathe out, hands to your heart, then the mat. Plant step back to a high plank. You can choose low push-up or going to the floor. Right? Whichever one of those you choose. Inhale, back bend, up dog or cobra. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. 
bend the knee, draw it into your right elbow, and take a big step into the low lunge. When you breathe in, chest up, arms up, crescent lunge. When you breathe out, hands to your heart, bow, then reach forward and step up, top of the mat. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Good. Drive your feet down to the mat, reach up to standing, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. Exhale, fold forward. You breathe in. Keep the hand on the floor blocks. Draw your heart forward as much as you can. Half lift. Then a little toe heel apart. Feet hip distance. Your exhale is for stepping the left leg back and establishing a low lunge stance. Your inhale, lift the chest, lift the arms. Your exhale, hands to heart, then the mat. And step to a high push-up. And your choice, chaturanga or the floor. From chaturanga up dog, from the floor cobra, you breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out, press your hands down and forward. Squeeze your left leg tightly, take it up and back behind you, tight legs. Bend the knee, bring it into your left elbow, big step. Press into your feet, lift your chest first, then the arm. Hands to heart and reach them forward. Step up, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold, fold. Good. Little sun A upgrade. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your arms, squeeze your legs, lift. And when you exhale, sit back and reach forward. Sit as far back as you go. When you inhale, press down into your feet, stand up again, mountain pose, reach. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe out, breathe out, breathe out. We're bowing forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low for chest. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog, and walk your feet wide. Walk your hands back to your feet. You're going to sit your hips low and lift your chest up. Malasana on your inhale, garland pose. When you exhale, bow, hips up, chest folds in. Breathe in, walk your hands up to that high plank, the straight arm, straight leg. Knees down, chest down. We'll take cobra here. The cobra snake pose on the belly. Hug the elbows in, pull them back good. Release slowly down, press up hands and knees, tuck your toes, down dog. Empty, look forward to your hand, step first your right foot, then your left foot up to the top. They're wide apart, you sit back, breathe in, malasana, low squat. Breathe out, bow forward and walk the feet together. Here we go again. Upgraded sauna. Inhale, reach up. Who decided this was an upgrade? Oh, sorry. Exhale, sit back, reach forward. I truly believe it is. <laughs> Breathe in, reach up. The good news is you're not paying any more for it. <laughs> Exhale, bow forward. 
totally free. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High to low push-up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. You're going to take your feet wide and walk your hands back. And sit low, malasana, chest up. And bow forward. Wrap your arms around your legs, hug in. Get in there, let your head go. And then inhale, walk your hands out to a high plank, straight arms, straight legs. Here, knees down, chest down. Cobra pose. More upper back working cobra than an up dog. But squeeze the elbows in, pull them back. Release down slowly. Press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down, down. Get empty. Look to your left hand. Step your left foot up there. Step your right foot up to your right hand. Sit back. You're in malasana again. And bow forward. Breathe out. Walk your feet together. Well done. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana. Chair pose. We're going to move into a crescent lunge. Sun B. Exhale. Fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. High push-up to low push-up. Press the floor. You can always put your knees down. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. When you breathe in, take your right leg back and up behind you. Squeeze it tight. Move it slow. Bend your knee, fold it into your chest, and rock forward. Step. You have the lunge. Then inhale, chest up. Arms up, crescent. Exhale, hands to your heart. Then the mat. You could step back to down dog or that chaturanga low push-up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Squeeze your left leg tight. Move it slowly up and back behind you. Squeeze and reach. Bend the knee. Fold it into the left arm. Big step. Press into your feet. Lift your chest. Then your arms crescent. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Plant them, step back. Down dog or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath here or child's pose. You're empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Warrior two salutation, sit your hips back. Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, really get in there. Then plant your hands, step back, high push-up or low push-up, chaturanga. You can always put your knees down. 
Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Hook your feet together at the back of the mat. Inhale your right leg up and back, tight and straight and slow. Bend the knee, fold it into your chest, rock forward and step on your center line. Back foot turns flat. You're going to come up and around, warrior two. Warrior two. You were stepped on your center line there. Curl your hands back down. Plant your step back. High to low push up. Breathe in for your up dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Take your time to hear this. Inhale your left leg up and back behind. Squeeze it tightly. Bend the knee. Draw it into your chest. Rock forward and step on your center line. Center line. Back foot flat. Cartwheel the arms up, warrior two. And then cartwheel the hands back down. Breathe out. Down dog or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Take that all the way into child's pose. Knees down. Let's now go wide. This time we'll take the outstretched arms in front as opposed to the earlier work with the arms by your sides. All right. You may find the shoulders need a little ease here. If you're feeling any tension around your shoulders, it doesn't need to be like that. So you bend your elbows, move the arms out to the sides. Right. You do get a nice airing out of the, the side bodies here. So enjoy that. Breath in. And then empty it. With it, anything that's present here now that isn't real and isn't necessary. Okay, so what is real? There's, there's a floor underneath you. There's a mat on that floor. You've got a body. It appears that everyone's wearing clothes. There's breath moving in and out. There's air on your skin. There's so many real things. And there's so many made up things. And sometimes what we make up is this beautiful imaginary kind of stuff. And that's great, you know, that that's one thing. But just honing your skills and tapping into what's real, what's here. Things become pretty neutral and even pleasant when we take away the, the extra. When we release ourselves from the needs that we think we have, we can just get still, right? And breathe. And it's a skill, right? For most of us, we start fidgeting right away. We're asked to be still. We got all kinds of distractions that we do for ourselves. We all of a sudden need all kinds of distraction. Doesn't have to be that way. Right, so child's pose, not a break. Child's pose, resting posture as an opportunity to practice stillness, to practice rest, to practice tuning in. And then like certainly if you have real needs, you have real needs. 
lot of the times we have habits. We're conditioned to check out. Stillness, quiet, are uncomfortable in a world that's full of movement and noise. It's a challenge to take part in those things. It's also really, really good for us. Come on up to hands and knees. Come around onto your back. Take bridge or wheel just as soon as you arrive on your back and have a breath in. It's time to go. All right, no extra. So just let it, don't let anything get in your way. Like these things do not need to be thought about. Right? If there's a potential for wheel, you just plant your hands and see if it's possible. If it's not, it won't happen. You'll end up in bridge. It'll be fine. Breath in. And breath out. Slowly release down. Constructive rest pose. Knees together. Bring your hands to your center line. Feel your breath. Feel your body. Um, opportunity to step out of the head games we play with ourselves. No one I have ever met says, I love procrastination and overthinking. But pretty much everyone I've ever met says, like, man, I really wish I didn't overthink and procrastinate so much. Vinyasa yoga gives us a, a really good place to practice that. Breath in. Breath out, you can do that right now. End of your exhale, set up again for bridge or wheel. Again, if wheel is a possibility, plant your hands in that position. Press down and see what happens. And this is not a wheel workshop. If this were a workshop, we'd go over some like like step-by-step -step strategies. If it's possible today, you do it, you breathe. You're observing of yourself. If you're pushing too hard, if you're forcing, right, you come away from that. If you're meeting challenge, right, yeah, that's what this is. You practice, you breathe. If you need to rest, right, you respond to that. One more breath in. Breath out, slowly down. And supt bhadakanasana, soles the feet together, knees out to the sides again. Breathe here. We're going to take hands to legs, and your hands are going to rest on your quadricep muscles. So they'll be not on the insides of the thighs, but on the front of the thighs, tops of the thighs. Press outward, press the quads away from your hips. We're alleviating. A little pressure around the hip flexor. And then ease off of that, and we're going to add that to a breath pace. So when you inhale, you're going to press the quadriceps outward away from the hips. And when you exhale, you're just going to slowly let that pressure off. So the act of inhaling, creating pressure. And the act of exhaling, easing it off. 
Slowly return to center, bring in your knees in. Give them a good hug toward you. And you're going to take the left foot to the mat as you extend the right leg straight up. So you've got a couple options here. One is to stay just like this. Two would be to uh, place your fingers around the hamstring or the calf. Everything is good with your low back today. You might try extending the left leg out straight. Uh, wherever you are with this, you're going to squeeze the right leg tightly. It's the quadricep muscle. Squeeze it like you're trying to pull the kneecap in to straighten the leg as much as yours can straighten. So uh, hold the hamstring or hold the calf, but see if you can uh, move your hands away from your knee joint. And that way you have the ability to straighten it. And you're not resisting that ability with your hands. Now, if your leg does not straighten all the way, no big deal. If it's entirely too tight today to straighten, that's fine too. Like, absolutely. Right. If you can, though, both legs as straight as they can be, breathe in and breathe out. Next exhale, we're going to bend the right knee really deeply into the chest. Then let the right knee float out over its own hip. So the right knee is pointing pretty much up toward the ceiling in line with the hip. It comes across the body into a twist. Send your right arm out like a wing or a cactus arm. Let the right shoulder and right arm get really heavy to the floor. Breathe here. And on your next inhale, unwind. Come on back to center. Place both feet to the floor. Slide your hips back into your center line. Lengthen out through your low back. Pick up your rib cage. Pick up your head so that you're well aligned down center. And feel the two legs left to right. Two sides of your hips and waistline. Two lungs. Two shoulders, two sides of your face. We're going to take your left leg in, bring your knee in, hug it toward your chest, then extend the left leg up. So you've got options here to stay, just as you are with right foot on the floor, left leg extended. You don't even need hands. It's going to be totally hands-free. If there's enough stretch, there's enough stretch, and you know when there's enough. If you want to hold with your hands, you can hold the Hamstring, you could hold the calf, you could hold the foot. Hold somewhere that allows you to straighten the leg. 
And if your knee won't straighten, uh, because that's just how your body geometry is, totally fine. If you're holding too tightly, though, uh, you could be preventing your leg from straightening. So you might move the hands down a bit, see if you can loosen the tension with the arms and gain some range of motion in the leg. We'd rather have that in this situation, in this particular scenario. And if you like straightening your right leg out, again, just check in with your low back as long as there's no problem with the low back in this. Good place to be with the leg extended. As you're here, you may be able to draw the leg closer to you. Move the hands up a bit. That's a personal choice. You don't have to go for that. As much as you can. Straighten the legs. Breathe as if you're combing out. Any tangles, any knots that your mind perceives in your leg. They're not tangles or knots. That's not what's going on there. Thank goodness. Any of those sore spots, any rough patches, smooth it out with your breath. And smooth out the thinking around what you're doing. Sometimes the thinking will go negative, right? Human brain has a negativity bias. We'll think, oh, I'm so tight. You can reverse that into, so glad I'm doing this. Because you are doing, if you happen to be tight here, you are doing exactly what your body needs for you to do. And you don't have to be all Pollyanna about it, but you can just shift the perspective anytime you choose. You don't have to pretend to be grateful for tight hamstrings. That'd be weird and disingenuous. But you can be glad that you're doing the work that it takes giving them what they need. Next exhale, you're going to bend the left knee. Hug it in. Give a good kind of compression to the hip crease. Then float the knee out so it's just over its own hip. That's going to help the low back align well for the twist, bringing the leg across. Good work. Let the right shoulder, let the left shoulder blade get heavy to the floor. Arm heavy. Breath in and out real deep. Spread your lungs. On your next inhale, you slowly undo this. Come on back to your center line and plant your feet, readjust hips, rib cage, back of your head so that you feel well aligned in the center of your mat. Then we'll bring knees in and out to the sides for happy baby. So 
soles of the feet toward the ceiling, catch your shins for a moment, and just establish that your hips are well-grounded. And so the back of the hips, heavy to the floor. If you want to hold your feet, well, like you can desire that all you want. Uh, you can, but make sure that your hips don't lift, right? A lot of times what will happen is we'll, uh, we'll curl up in the hips to get the feet and the purpose here is keep your hips low, heavy, get the legs low and heavy. You're preparing your body to rest. Uh, the origin of this pose is not happy baby. It is a dead bug, which uh, yeah, after, a, after a week or even a yoga practice, a dead bug might be the more appropriate sensation going on. Certainly we're moving towards Shavasana. We're trying to get this central nervous system from brain to the sacrum, right, to just ground and center. When you're ready, you release the arms and legs and let the rest of your body follow suit. So, and like you're melting away from your center line. And you can imagine here, visualize that the mat underneath your spine there's a little raised, right? There's, there's a little more height underneath your spine than the rest of the body, and the rest of the body falls away from center. Like, and then the central line is, is open and expansive. And all the muscles that we use to get us through our days, to do the things that we do in the world. Are able here to release and focus can be on the, the center line and the central components of being alive. The ones that go on doing their work day in and day out, night in and night out. That we never have to think about or direct. internal organs of life that they do their work through rhythm, rhythm of your breath, circulation, your body. That is your natural rhythm. few moments here to really tap in and enjoy your life.
when you're ready to move again, start with deepening your breath, letting it move through your body in deep waves. You know, visualize it moving through your arms and legs out to your hands and feet. Like, let an inhale spread your fingers and toes wide, like the breath is just expanding your entire being. And as you exhale, a slow release of that uh, landing in this space. Gently roll to your right side, curl in, child dreaming pose. If you're ready, you'll make your way to seated and take any comfortable seated asana that allows you space to breathe. You can have your eyes gently closed or half closed as feels comfortable to you to keep your attention inward. And keep the outer shell of the body soft, receptive. The inner body bright and strong. Bring our hands together at heart center in a gesture of acknowledgement. And raising thumbs to forehead center, a gesture of appreciation. That's great, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Super well done. Excellent job. Have a great weekend. Good Friday night. See you soon. See you tomorrow. See you guys. Good work. <laughs>